holy fuck, the MCU is back in full swing. I don't know about y'all, but I cannot believe what I just watched. I would have loved the whole season dropped at one time, but what we got tonight was def definitely filled the gas tank for me. I don't know about you all, but my gas tank is full. The feelings that I got when the intro started and then they go into the MCU. By the way, full spoilers tonight on a late night, early morning edition of Renaissance Man. I'm your host, Rob Fishbeck. It's a pleasure to be here as always. And for everybody that's watching this live, I hope you're as excited as I am to talk about WandaVision Episode 4. And if you're watching this on the replay, I hope I can build your excitement and get you back to that moment when you just finished this episode. So much to break down. I've got an entire page of, an entire page of notes. That intro, and then when we got the, the Avengers theme, or the MCU, you know, the MCU credits, the opening credits, for the first time since the before world, before COVID-19, I felt like we were back in the old days when you would go to the movies and you would see that opening credit and you would freak out and you'd be like, oh my gosh, it's an MCU film. I felt that tonight for the first time in, it's been well over a year and a half at this point. I enjoyed the first three episodes, the third one far more than the first two. The first two really just confused me, to be quite honest. The, the, it was fun. It was a fine show. But what we got tonight, whoa, baby. Holy smokes. That was fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. Welcome Hitman Hudson, Matt Munoz, Glenn Caesar, Lego Land, Chris Lemchi. Everybody's here in the chat. Are you guys as blown away by this as I was? Am I overhyping this? Are you guys as thrilled? We're back. The MCU's back, baby. The MCU's back in full fucking swing. I'm here for it. We're going to get so much more. We've got, what, four more episodes left? Lord knows what's going to happen in the next four episodes. So let's just get right to it. Um, wow. So fucking excited. It's going to be a fun show tonight. Uh, full disclosure, I'm going to try and clip out my actual review and use that as a separate video because apparently it's great for the algorithms, things that are under five minutes. Not seven minutes, but five minutes. So, yeah, blown away, says Chris Lemchi. That's absolutely bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It's bananas, says Glenn Caesar, and holy fuck was that bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. So let's start breaking things down. Monica Rambeau, holy fuck, they, I mean, we knew that they were going to connect this to everything, but her waking up in that, or coming back in that hospital... Wow! So they addressed the uh, the blip, the you know the whole thing with Thanos, which is fucking awesome. I did a little research. Uh, Tiona Paris, I believe, is how you pronounce the actress's name that plays Monica Rambeau. This whole time, the last two weeks, I'm like, she looks familiar. I know her from somewhere. And you know, living in 2021, you can just go on Google and look people up. 
But I didn't do that because I had already fucked up by looking at the cast of the show and something was spoiled for me. So I didn't go back. But tonight I did, I looked, I had to look her up. I knew I knew her from somewhere. She was on some of the latter seasons of Mad Men. She played uh, one of the office administrators to Don Draper. Um, and I'm like, I knew I knew her from somewhere. She is so fucking great. Randall Park back is Jimmy Woo, FBI agent Jimmy Woo, which we know him from Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was fucking dope. He is great. He is slowly becoming one of my favorite characters in the MCU just because, um, though not a superhero, he provides great comedic relief, and he's definitely an interesting character. Wow. Fucking wow. Chris Lemchi says, that vision reveal. Damn, yes, we will get to that. We will get to this whole thing. Uh, Hitman Hudson says, wild, W-I-L-D in all capital letters. Holy smokes. Chris Lemchi also says, assuming Jimmy Woo, like Monica, was also blipped too, that's why they both remember the town of Westview. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, Westview, New Jersey, not to be confused with Eastview, New Jersey, which that's what the police said is the real town. And that Westview does that no longer exists. I, I mean, I like I don't even know where to start. I, the line when Wanda said, I'm gonna go bounce around a little bit all over the place, but the the line when she says it's okay, honey, I have everything under control. When she says that to Vision towards the end of the episode, you're going. That's that's the fucking line. I've been waiting to hear. That's what I've been waiting to find out. What the fuck is going on? Does she know? Is she in on the joke? Is she in on the whole scheme? Right? And tonight, she's finally going, this is my world. I'm in control of it. Right? We now know this. And I'm sure you all picked up on this, but the wide shot, the, or the not the wide shot, the wide screen, uh, rather, when we went back to get what we didn't see in the last episode, when she cast out uh, Monica Rambeau, there's this dialogue that goes on in between. And when we went back in this episode to see all that go down, it was in widescreen. It wasn't in the bot in the letterbox or the, the the box, the old old school box. It was fucking crazy. Cat Danny's back. You know. I don't believe she was in any other films other than the first two Thor movies. Correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. But obviously her as an actress has gone on to do all sorts of things in the last few years. So I'm so glad she's back because she was a great character. But, you know, now she's Dr. Darcy Lewis. And boy, oh boy, is she going to be a big player in the MCU as far as I'm concerned. By the way, let's fucking let's start talking about how awesome S.W.O.R.D. We got fucking sword. The secret weapons and response division. I had to, I had to look at my notes because I wrote that down because I was like, I got to make sure I remember what this anagram stands for. What the fuck? This place, I mean, like, this place, you know, it, it it's like S.H.I.E.L.D., but almost like on a whole nother level, right? I wonder when we're going to get Nick Fury. I have a gut feeling they're going to bring in Nick Fury for this show. Um, full disclosure, I was talking with some fine folks last night, 
And everybody was saying, oh yeah, tomorrow night's going to be the 80s episode. They did the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. And I said, that you know of, you're not promised that. I'm like, is there a trailer for this episode? And everybody's like, no, Rob. And I'm like, I could see them doing a, doing a side subplot spinoff for this episode. Sure enough, this morning, a trailer dropped, which we saw what we saw. And I was like, okay, I think my gut idea was in the right direction sure enough that's exactly what we got tonight there was no 80s episode i not to you know stroke my own ego but i had a feeling they were going to go this route and sure enough they did and i'm so glad that they did because otherwise had they waited till the fifth episode to do this and they, if they would have done another episode sitcom style in the 80s i probably would have been like come on come on what are you doing you got to give me more Give me more. You gotta give me more. And the the Disney gods listened and they gave us they gave us everything that we wanted. So I'm gonna look in the chat real quick. Jimmy Woo's cat of awkward energy is so relatable, says Legoland. 100 percent Matt says, Cat Danning's reminds me of Lego. Haha. <laughs> yes. Hitman Hudson says, look who didn't have a poster of Elliot Ness in their look who didn't have a poster of Elliot Ness in their dorm room wall. Right. I think you meant to say like who didn't have... Yeah, Elliot Ness is awesome. I mean, you know, being from Chicago with the whole, you know, the untouchables and everything. So, definitely, I love Elliot Ness. Uh, sentient Weapons Observation dis Response Division. Oh, wait. Oh, I thought it was secret. My bad. I look like a moron. It's all good. I wrote that down wrong. Sentient. Yes, Lego says, I don't think Wanda is actually lucid aware of what she's doing. When something happens, it can bring her out of her hallucination. Disassociation, she acts, then rewinds, jumps, happens. Exactly. That's why, I think that's why it kept cutting out in the take feed. Like, when they were sitting in the, in the room, and they were analyzing all this stuff, and it kept cutting, like, the, the scene where the glass broke, right? When they were playing the Beach Boys, Help Me, Rondo. And he's like, Wanda, 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 can you hear me? Can you hear me, Wanda? Right? And then the same thing when she cast out Monica Rambeau out of Westview, New Jersey, which now I just want to go back to New Jersey to see if there really is a Westview because I've been to New Jersey before on a Springsteen pilgrimage. But that's another story for another show on another day. But, um, yeah, Lego, I agree, especially if that's true, that Agnes is not actual resident of Westview. Now, so I'm going to get to – I'll go to that right now, though. The who's who scene when they were pulling out IDs and putting them up, so-and-so's cast is this person, so-and-so's cast is that person. I don't believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I only watched it once and I didn't rewind. They did not reveal Agnes's uh, real identity. They didn't, they didn't put that up there. But they had everybody else. So I believe I'm correct on that. But uh, by the way, thank you, Glenn, for correcting me. It's Sentient Weapons Observation Response Division. I wrote the rest of it down and just figured the S stood for secret. Because I assume things. And what have we learned in the last year? Do not assume anything. Right? So, Chris Lumchi says, like, the route they went, smart to break up the formula. I love it. I fucking love it. I'm here for it. And it was so nice. And it's like, okay, so next week we go back to, like, an 80s-style sitcom that appeases the folks that, people that really have been digging this style, appeases them. But the rest of us were appeased tonight, Right? And we'll pick up so many Easter eggs, it's going to be crazy. 
Yes. Uh, Glenn says, I think she's assisting Fisto and manipulating Wanda, escalating her power scaling. I can see that. I Once again, Rob needs to do his research in the next week and learn a little bit more about Mufisto. But I'm really excited because I'm going to get to the beekeeper here in a second. They didn't reveal Agnes. That's what I thought. Glenn, you might have known, should I know, doc director Tyler Hayward is, right? Uh, no, Agnes's pick was not up with an ID. That's what I thought. So let's get to the beekeeper. So they, she flies the drone, helicopter drone, whatever you want to call it, into Westview, and it disappears. And then later they see on the footage that it looked like a retro version of this drone. So the guy goes down into the sewer, just some random dude goes down into the sewer in a hazmat suit and comes up as a beekeeper. How wild is that? It's almost as if... Now, is it Mephisto? Is it, is it Wanda's subconscious? 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 Use your words right, Rob. We don't know exactly what it is, but it seems to be when modern things go into this world, they're manipulated to either be retrofitted to go along with whatever era or time period they're currently in, or manipulated like the hazmat suit becoming a beekeeper suit in a way that changes it to not disrupt whatever is going on in Wanda's head. So let's say Mephisto is controlling all of this, right? For somebody to pop out of the sewer in a modern day, you know, hazmat suit would be a no-brainer staring Wanda in the face of her reality, which she does not obviously want to face because she lost vision. Even said by Randall Parks' character, isn't that guy dead? By Jimmy Woo. So what we learn is that Things have to be manipulated in order to, A, not disrupt Wanda's thought process because we don't, she doesn't want to face reality. And whether Mephisto's a part of this or uh, uh, Agatha or any of these other people, it doesn't really matter. The bottom line is, what do we know factually right now? They go into this world, they have to change. Monica Rambeau, I don't know where she got those clothes, that outfit, the makeup, the whole, the whole shebang because she wasn't wearing what she was wearing when she went into the world. Now, we also don't know how much she remembers going into this world. Was it something similar to the blip situation where she's here and now she's here and she can't remember A to B, right? Or does her memory come back to her? We'll probably find out later on in the episodes exactly what's going down. I can't wait to find out what her explanation is, to be completely honest with you. I am so fucking excited right now. It is ridiculous. I don't know if I've expressed that enough. So, Glenn says, I think she's assisting Mephisto in manipulating Wanda, escalating her power scaling. Yes. Uh, Angelo Johnson, welcome. Welcome to the show, by the way. Uh, I need to binge watch the whole season right now. It is so fucking amazing. Do yourself a favor. Finish watching the show. Hit that like button and hit that subscribe button if you can. Uh, leave a comment after the fact. But go and watch. Just binge the whole... I may go back and rewatch the entire season anyways just to see if I can pick up things that I missed the first go-around. Legoland says, Glenn, you might know, should I know... Oh, yeah, we already read that. My bad, my bad. Uh, Hitman Hudson says, good night, everybody. Take it easy, Kyle. We'll see you later. 
Uh, Legoland says, no, that's the Harley Keener. He was at Tony's funeral at the end of Endgame, played by the same kid. Oh, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely got the feeling that they were supposed to recognize. Yes, is sure. This show. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Um, all right, let's go. Let's just... Let's think about the future here for a second. Glenn says, yeah, Wanda definitely has gone through some upscaling of her powers to include reality warping. Now, yeah, no, I completely agree. So, all right, so the Mephisto card's on the table. That's a possibility. Speculation, speculation. And I've never been a fan of sitting around and just speculating for speculation's sake. Um, but now that we actually have some evidence, we actually have some things that we could sit here and, and toy with, I think it's a little bit easier to kind of figure out where they're going. So obviously, based on the trailer, we know there's going to be, um, you know, an 80s kind of vibe, maybe possibly a 90s kind of vibe, right? Now, is that going to be a whole episode? Is that going to be just for a few seconds where we watch uh, Darcy Lewis sit there and watch it through a screen, right? Now, and Monica Rambeau is back, right? Do they just sit and watch this? Is it going to be played out into a full episode? Is that going to is the next episode going to be the turning point in which the reality is shattered, and then we spend the last few episodes picking up the pieces and figuring out how we're going to move forward? I don't know. But I'm very excited about it. I'm so fucking happy right now. It's ridiculous. Um still don't know, fully know what Wanda's powers are. I agree, Lego. I think what's awesome about Wanda, the reason why she's one of my five, like top five favorite MCU characters and has been, um, I, for me since Civil War. Civil War, like the whole subplot with her and Vision hanging out, you know, together, that's when she became one of my five favorite MCU characters. I don't think she knows her full powers yet. I know we don't know what her full powers is. I don't think she knows her full powers yet. You know, is she as powerful? You know, she's as far as I'm concerned, she's up there with like a gene with like Jean Grey level, right? Like Dark Phoenix level. Just fucking powerful. So Matt says, I still don't know why they showed the blood in color. It wasn't foreign to the scene. That's a good point. You know? But maybe, maybe. The other people that are in this world, these these so-and-sos playing so-and-so, they are modern people because we saw their driver's licenses that were brought into this world. So maybe that's why their blood is in color because they're manipulated when they're brought in there to be black and white, but the insides of them remain the same. That would be, that's just my educated guess on it, to be completely honest with you, but that's what I'm thinking. Wanda's got chaos magic in the comics. Oh boy, she's got some magic. That, that we know for sure. I cannot wait to see what else she's going to do. She's a class 5 mutant. What does that mean to be a class 5 mutant? So, like, class 5 is, like, big stuff like, like uh, Magneto Xavier level, or would class 1 be, like, Magneto Xavier level? See, if, if, let me know in the chat, Matt. If Emma Caulfield Ford is Mephisto, that would be the best casting choice. That could be very interesting. Very interesting. 
That'd be a gender swap Lego as Mephisto is a male demon in the comics. I know, but that's what I love about the MCU is they kind of take the comics and they put them, they spin them on their heads and make them their own so that even like big comic book fans can watch the series and watch the shows and the movies and be surprised as well. Probably not as surprised as me, who is a huge MCU fan, who has probably read, I, would, I don't know, 50 to 100 comic books in his life, but not in depth. You know what I mean? Not in depth. Let alone all Mar not not all Marvel either. Um, Chris Lum G says, also love the detail of Jimmy Woo learning the magic trick from Scott Lang. Yes. Yes. Oh boy. Omega level, meaning that there's no ceiling on what her powers could do. Kind of like Jean Grey. Yes. And that's, you know, I will say this. Fast-tracking the, the X-Men and the MCU, which I don't think they're going to do. I think it's going to be a slow process. I would love to see, you know, if, if Scarlet Witch is around for a while, I would love to see the new Jean Grey and Scarlet Witch, like, team up at some point because that would just be fucking mind-blowing. Class 5 Omega is the most powerful. Okay, okay. So up there with Legion, Franklin, Richard, and Jean Grey. Okay, cool. Love it. Fucking love it. This is amazing. I'm assuming this is everybody's favorite episode. That I will assume. But if it's not your favorite episode, put it in the chat. Put it in the comments after the fact. Let me know. I am so blown away. I want to rewatch all of this. I'm back. I'm going to digress for a second here. So, little side story. Over the weekend, I had gone to a buddy's house, and I was trying to get their dog to settle down. So I turned the TV on, and was like, I'll just put a movie on. And Avengers Endgame and Captain Marvel are already on TV. Now, usually, now once again, this is a little inside baseball. Usually, there's a two-year gap between movies that are released in the theaters to when they come on cable. But I'm assuming due to COVID and everything that's been going on, they just kind of fast-tracked putting Endgame on cable. Plus two, they're not putting it on HBO because it it's on Disney+. Plus. So I could see maybe that's why they premiered Captain Marvel and Endgame on TNT so quickly on, on basic cable. But I say all that to say this. In a few months... It will have been three years since Infinity War came out. And that's a lot for me to take in because the last year has been what it's been for everybody in the entire world. And to think, wow, I remember the three, four months building up to Infinity War and how excited the entire world was to line up to go and see that movie. I mean, I remember buying tickets in advance. Like it was a whole, it was a whole thing. That that's movie's three years old. Endgame's on TV already. Basic cable. That's how long it's been. I mean, I know we got Spider-Man Far From Home. That came out in July of 2019. But my point is, it's been so long. We were so accustomed for years. Years and years and years and years of getting, every three or four months, a new Marvel film. And then... You know, we had the, the, the pairing down. We had a little bit bigger of a gap between Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel. But we're so used to getting these movies all the time. And then they all just stopped. You know, and I still, by the way, I'm going to make sure this gets recorded for history. Black Widow is not going to be just coming out of the theaters in May. No fucking way in hell. 
It's going to either have to go on Disney Plus or they're going to have to push it back another three months, which is going to fuck up their whole timeline even more. But just wanted to get that out there. Um, to get what we got tonight, it reminded me of the world that we lived in prior to last year. And that was a place of fans um, of all kinds shape, sizes, models, and colors, cheering and celebrating in a theater for a Marvel movie. And I truly miss those days of going in with 200 people, you know, that one's got a Spider-Man hoodie on and somebody's got their Captain America shirt on and, you know, celebrating what I believe to be awesome art in groundbreaking filmmaking because I'm sorry, Green Book and Parasite, those were not achievements in filmmaking. Infinity War and Endgame were achievements in filmmaking. Nobody had ever done anything like that before in the history of cinema to that level, to that extent, ever, ever. And this show tonight brought me back that feeling, brought me back that, oh, man, those were the days. And we'll get back to that in some shape or form. Probably not this year, in the theater at least. But I love it. I fucking love it. I'm so excited. I really hope they just put Black Widow out in May on Disney Plus because we need it. We need it. And I'm just, I'm so excited. So Lego says, so there's only one reference to the real world and I didn't catch it. The Beach Boys exist in WandaVision's false world. Why then? Well, so does Jimi Hendrix, based on the end credits of this episode, because that's what I put on, uh, on our Facebook group I put. All I'm going to say is, Jimi Hendrix, four exclamation points. Or, yeah. I like how he said Wanda was the song, said, right, right, help me, Rhonda. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm sure they did that on purpose. Plus two, uh, it's just, oh. It's so fucking great. Also, when does this show take place? I think I heard them say Monica was back three weeks. I need to rewatch to verify. So this takes place before Spider-Man Far From Home then. Ooh, that's a really good point, Lego. Uh, that, sounds, that sounds about right to me. That sounds about right to me. Three weeks after. Yeah, so it would be. It would definitely be before Spider-Man Far From Home. Bring somewhere with crowds not wearing masks seems for. No, I know. End credits aren't in the false world. They are the end credits for the outside world. Interesting. So Jimi Hendrix playing uh, is that's okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Being somewhere with crowds, not wearing masks, seems foreign. Now that's the before world. We're currently living in the middle world, and then eventually we're going to live in the after world. Um, not to sound dour or unoptimistic. But that's the reality. That's the reality that we're all facing. And I just... Fuck the movie theaters. Fuck going to the movies. Like, I just want... I just put it on, put it on the TV. I'm, you know... I said, I said all sorts of things before. And I still agree with what I've said before. And all my statements. You can go back and watch my other shows if you want a full discourse on that. But... Give us Black Widow. Give us more Marvel. Give us Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just want to watch this stuff. I want my I want my Avengers back. I'm so happy. Tonight, you know, it was like the first few episodes was like a tease. And then this was just like the, 
moment, right? We got it. Tonight, and the best part is this, ladies and gentlemen, we have four episodes left. Or, yeah, four or five episodes left. Is it eight or is it nine? It's eight, right? Is that correct? It's eight episodes? Or is it nine episodes? Why? Why? It's 3.30 in the morning. That's why I can't get my fucking facts straight. That being said, it's only going to get better. I'm so fucking excited. We have five episodes left. Okay, so it is nine. That's what I thought. It was nine episodes. Rob can't count. We already knew that, though. Fucking, it's only going to get better. Ladies and gentlemen, it's only going to get better. Lego says, sorry, my over analytical self has pages of notes. LOL, yikes. No, don't. I love the fact that you're as analytical as you are about this because you're raising great questions. Timeline-wise, I mean, because we all know Black Widow is going to be a prequel that takes place post-Civil War pre-Endgame. This show takes place, obviously, before Spider-Man Far From Home. So, technically, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be the first thing that we get that takes place post-Spider-Man Far From Home. And we're supposed to be getting that show in a few months. So the way I look at it is, in a few months, we're finally going to know what the world is like after all of these events took place. How crazy is that shit? I'm so fucking excited. I'm so excited. All right, guys and girls, uh, I'm going to be getting out of here because I'm fucking tired. Thank you all for joining me. Like I said, if you're new to this channel, please hit the subscribe button. I'm going up live three times a week bringing you guys all sorts of great content from, you know, how to fix your sync to movie discourse and so much to talk about with music and everything in between. You can find me everywhere on social media, at Rob Fishbeck, on Instagram, at Rob underscore Fishbeck. If you're watching this live, thank you guys for joining me, Lego. Glenn, Chris, I know Hitman Hudson was here earlier, Matt, it's been a pleasure. If you're watching this on the replay, please leave a comment after the fact. It really helps with the algorithms. That's no joke. That is the truth. And uh, I'm loving this ride. So go Avengers. Remember to fluff your pillows. Don't flush your pillows. And everybody have a great night. We'll see you later.